0: The chances are pretty high that something will go wrong or something won't happen exactly the way that you hoped it was going to happen. But at the end of the day, the only people that will remember that are you, the two of you, and you're going to get married and it's going to be awesome regardless.
1: Beck, you've just found the intro to this podcast thank you very much for saying that that's that's going right at the top that's the tidbit to take away that's beautifully summarized you're listening to the imperfectly perfect weddings podcast to show that educates informs and entertains couples planning their wedding i'm Brendan creaser a wedding photographer from the mornington peninsula and i'm sitting down with wedding vendors to share stories of past weddings to hear the lessons they've learned and how to make an impact on your day Hello, and welcome to this episode of Imperfectly Perfect Weddings Podcast. Today, my guest is Beck or Rebecca Mayo. Uh, Rebecca Mayo Celebrant is her business name, and she's a brilliant and charismatic, always smiling celebrant. I remember one of the first weddings that I did with her, and she was just an absolute pleasure she's also a good little secret ninja vow that she slipped into a couple of weddings here and here and there as well which is kind of point of difference I think Beck adds this extra spin to a wedding and and makes it truly your own so Beck thank you for coming on and having a chat to, to me today
0: oh thank you so much for having me um wow what an intro I'm really excited to be here and to be a part of your podcast so thanks so much
1: you're absolutely welcome. Now, I'd love to throw the floor over to you a little bit and just give us a brief introduction of who you are and and, and why weddings, most importantly. What got you into this and, and why do you love it?
0: Well, um, my background was in travel, so I worked for many years in the travel industry and I really, really loved it, but um, I just wanted something that was a bit happier. Like You kind of think travel is happy and everybody's happy. But it's a it's a very competitive business. It's very salesy, and um, people are not actually that happy. So I just woke up one morning and thought, I want to marry people. Um, to me, it's it's the ideal job. Everybody is happy. It's they're at the happiest day of their lives, and it's filled with love. So. Um, yeah, so I did my studying and became registered. I'm just actually coming up to my sixth year anniversary. So congratulations, um, yeah, that's fantastic. Six years, I've been a celebrant, thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, and I, uh, I, I'm originally from New Zealand, but grew up in Canada and I've uh, been in Australia now for 14 years. So um, I think that I've got a very unique speaking voice and accent as well
1: absolutely and it's hard to shake the accent sometimes isn't it 14 years yeah. and going and it's it's still there hold on to that it's that, still um, there still that there. whole thought of the your, um, travel agent not being happy people it makes me think of an airport you look around in an airport and you think all these people are going such incredible places and I'm the same I get a little bit anxious at an airport and you're looking around and everybody yeah. looks a bit ho-hum you think man this should yeah. be exciting for you um but that's great. I agree. Wedding industry, how incredible is it to be around uh, people in love oh. and, and marrying them? Um, yeah. And what an important role the celebrant. I think the celebrant really, it's the heart of the, cer- uh, the whole wedding, really. Um, yeah. And you set the scene of not only that ceremony, but what kind of happens afterwards as well and flows on. So I think it's a fantastic exactly. job. Now, that's brilliant. Now, we were having a little chat before, but you've got some absolutely incredible stories to tell. We've got some (laughs) clangers coming up. Um, But first of all, what's what's the dream wedding look like to you?
0: Well, I think for me, honestly, every wedding is a dream wedding. I feel so incredibly honoured and humbled to have the role that I do and to be able to, you know, look at a couple and say, you know, you are now officially married. is just absolutely amazing. Um, but I think my favorite, my favorite weddings are um, just smaller weddings, elopement style weddings. I had one once where we were on a yacht in the Docklands and it was just the couple, the two witnesses, myself and the crew. And I, we, we stood on the front of the yacht in our bare feet. I was standing against the mast. They said their vows to each other. We actually held on to exchanging rings until we were inside the cabin because you are a little <laughs> bit nervous about that. Yeah. But um, yeah, you know, I pronounced them married. The doctrines were in the background, and oh, that that was absolutely amazing. Um, that yeah, is, so that's I really beautiful. enjoyed this. Was, yeah, smaller, intimate, really special weddings. I love those.
1: Was that their yacht that you were on or did, had they just hired that for the day, loved being on the water?
0: No, they just hired it for the day. They just wanted to do something a little bit different. So that's that's what they did. I had another couple um, who actually the, the bride was my son's swimming teacher. And she loves the water and the ocean. And so what we did is we went to the beach and the bride and groom stood with their feet in the water and the guests formed a semicircle around them and they were married there. And That's that so, was beautiful. so beautiful. That's
1: lovely. Yeah. Have you found there's yeah. been a bit of an uptick in these smaller elopements and micro weddings since, dare I say, COVID, kind of the, the start of
0: 2020? Oh, 100%. Yeah, I think people are starting to realize or uh you know they're they're figuring out what's really important to them and what's really important is the marriage not necessarily the wedding
1: yeah however i love weddings. yes yes (laughs) and weddings in all all sizes and shapes i think that's the important bit to note and and especially what i'm trying to instill in this with this podcast and these stories as well is is if a big wedding is for you that's fantastic like, go for it. Listen to what's important to you and go for it. Um, and just throughout the day, know that you don't have to do everything as planned and you don't have to do everything the same as everybody else. You can kind of pivot here and there and make it super personable. Um, and that's that's really, really important to get across to couples, isn't it?
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: So, so you've got some, I guess, some a couple of funny stories, a couple of days where it maybe hasn't gone to plan how you'd organized it or written it out. Um I think you've got two stories for me to hear today, Beck. I'm excited to hear these. But um, there's something, there's there's one to do with a, a pelican in the bushes or, or, or we're going off there. What's that one about? Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, well, firstly, with weddings, I usually tell my couples that the chances are pretty high that something will go wrong or something won't happen exactly the way that you hoped it was going to happen. But at the end of the day, the only people that will remember that are you, the two of you, and you're gonna get married and it's gonna be awesome regardless.
1: Beck, you've so- just found the intro to this podcast. Thank you very much for saying that. <laughs> that's that's going right at the top. That's the tidbit to take away. That's beautifully summarized.
0: Yeah. Well, I think, and what I've learned is is the most important thing also is to be prepared and make sure that you have vendors on board who are really organized people and like to think about things that may happen before they happen. So I pride myself on that. I, I make sure that I've got, you know, backup batteries in my bag and two microphones and I carry double documents with me and all that kind of stuff. But there are some things that you just can't prepare for like a dead pelican in the bush. So, <laughs> so this wedding in particular, what, First of all, what had happened is the night before the wedding, two o'clock in the morning, my two-year-old woke up with gastro and he was so sick. And I stayed away from him because I said to my husband, I've got a wedding, I can't get sick. So I stayed away, did everything I could, but I still had to prepare for it. So I reached out to one of my celebrant networks first thing in the morning and I had a celebrant that was on standby for me as backup if I should succumb to illness Um, so luckily I didn't get it uh, and I was able to to get to the wedding and I arrived early about an hour before to get set up and as I was walking down to the beach where the wedding was going to be I could smell something really bad and I thought oh what's that and I was talking to the photographer and she could smell it too and she's like what is that so we kind of followed our noses and right in the bushes, right where the bride was going to walk past and where 150 of their guests were going to be gathered in 20 minutes time, there was a massive dead pelican in the bush.
1: <laughs> you can't script it.
0: So my first thought was, my first thought was, uh, it's we've got to move it, but I'm yep. not going to do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, So luckily the venue was right next door and I popped into the venue and explained what had happened and they didn't really want to move it either. So we had a, we had a conversation and luckily they had a staff member on board that was willing to do it. So they came and moved the dead pelican out of the bush, just as the guests were starting to arrive. So lucky. So, and the funniest thing about that story is I actually never told the couple. So they, they don't know that I was up all night the night before that I had a celebrant on backup that there was a dead pelican in the bush. I I never told them because I just wanted them to enjoy their special day. Yeah. But there's so many things that happen behind the scenes that your vendors do to make sure that you don't have to worry about dead pelicans
1: (laughs) (laughs) you should i hope you've got that on a on your website somewhere as well that (laughs) tagline
0: but it's so true
1: and it's so important to i I guess this says something about vendor recommendations as well so whoever you're reaching out to first let's venue normally venue but then the celebrant and your photographer and everything they've often got a, a select group of people that they enjoy working with And I think what is the most important thing there or how they come up with that list is who are those people that you can trust on the day that if things do go a little bit wrong or something wrong happens or, you know timelines aren't sticking to plan That at least you've got some colleagues that can work with you and have your best intentions in mind um so that's certainly front of my mind 100%. when I'm creating a bit of a, a vendor preferred list um because it's amazing yeah. what happens behind the scenes without them even knowing do they know to this date <laughs> have you ever told them or is it just ignorant I don't think... this for them
0: yeah I don't Amazing. I don't think so. We still follow each other on Instagram, but yeah. I haven't actually told them that <laughs> they were the dead pelican couple. They might That's, know now.
1: <laughs> yeah, they might figure it out now. You'll, you'll have to maybe send them yeah. a sneaky link to this and say, I think you should just have a listen to this little podcast. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah yeah.
1: Now there's another yeah. story that you've got that you were keeping the wool over the, their eyes a little bit. Uh, tell me about this one with a uh, with a groomsman involved.
0: Yeah, so I guess this one is just about how it's important to remain calm in all situations, even if you're kind of, you know, panicking on the inside to just be calm. So about 10 minutes before a ceremony started, um, I had the groom come up to me. I, I, I love to introduce the wedding party. So, uh, you know, I'll say supporting um, Adam today is his groomsman, and I'll list their names. So, this, this groom knew that I was going to do that. And about 10 minutes before the ceremony started, he came up to me and he said, Beck, we've had a last minute groomsman swap. And I said, Oh, okay. Um, okay, what? Who's what? Sure. Yeah. What's, who's the new groomsman? He said, Well, last night, the boys kind of went out for a few drinks and there was a bit of an incident at the bar. And well, Michael's now in the hospital. (laughs) I couldn't believe it. (laughs) I was, I, again, stayed calm on the outside, but on the exterior. Oh my God. Oh my God. (laughs) So, um, he said, now, now Matt's stepping in. So I said, okay, that's fine. And I made note of it, my, for the ceremony, um, script. And then I said to him, I said, does, does the bride know, like, does she know that this has happened? Does she know that Michael's in the hospital? And he said, well, I was thinking about it and I don't think I'm going to tell her. And then I thought, but what is she going to do when she walks down the aisle and she sees that Michael's not there? And Matt is like, is that going to throw her off? And he's like, look, I I really think I'm just not going to tell her. I don't think she'll notice. So that's what happened. She, so she walked down the aisle.
1: Eyes for her she groom didn't only. Notice. Yeah,
0: exactly. Even when I introduced the wedding party and yeah. I introduced Matt instead of Michael, no reaction. Over she the had head. No idea.
1: That's incredible. I'm sure
0: she would have found out later. And yeah. The story later, but <laughs>
1: yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. So
0: that was an interesting one.
1: How was the groom in that situation? Was he a bit flustered or or he was taking it in his stride as well?
0: Totally taking it in his stride. He was Amazing. Just like, yeah, cool, this is what's happened. So yep. Yep. yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, that's incredible. I hope I hope he was okay. Yep. Obviously to end up in hospital after a bit of an incident at a bar, that's that's pretty hectic. <laughs> <laughs> I think he was okay. I so. hope so. I hope so. Um, <laughs> a couple of fantastic stories there. And it just goes to, I, I really like that Pelican one, actually. I think that's standing out as one of yeah. my favorites because that is something that's so left field and so just out yeah. of your control. Like there's, you can control everything to a certain point. We can run timelines. We can run backup plans. What if it's raining and everything? But uh, yeah. unless you've put it in your PDF guide, I'm still yet to see a, a dead animal in the corner guide. <laughs> So (laughs) yeah, I'm glad someone from the venue were able to organize it. Beck, thanks for jumping on and telling a couple of fantastic stories there today. I hope they do get through (laughs) to some people that just take the weight off. What did you say? Calm exterior? even if you're panicking yeah. on the inside and that's all that matters. That's
0: right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thank you very much
1: for coming on today and having a chat with me. Um, anyone that's listening, if you haven't subscribed yet, please go and hit that subscribe button. That would help me so much. And feel free to leave a review as well if you love these stories. So Beck, thanks for coming on and can't wait to catch you for a drink shortly.
0: Yes. Thanks so much, Brendan.
1: <laughs> thanks, Beck. Bye now.